This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Good morning, listeners. Today is Tuesday, the 26th of July, and you're listening to the Parliament Watch podcast by the Hindu. This is your host, Diksha Munjal. Stay tuned as we take you through the first day of the second week of the ongoing monsoon session of the Parliament. Proceedings began on Monday after the 15th president of the country, Draupadi Murmu, took her oath of office, which was administered by the Chief Justice of India, N.V. Ramana, in the Central Hall of the Parliament. Ms. Murmu is the first tribal head of state and the second woman to occupy the country's highest constitutional post. मैं श्रद्धापूर्वक मैं श्रद्धापूर्वक भारत के राष्ट्रपति के पद का कार्यपालन करूंगी भारत के राष्ट्रपति पद का कार्यपालन करूंगी तथा अपनी पूरी योग्यता से तथा अपनी पूरी योग्यता से संविधान और विधि का संविधान और विधि का परिरक्षण संरक्षण और प्रतिरक्षण करूंगी परिरक्षण संरक्षण और प्रतिरक्षण करूंगी Proceedings, like the last week, resumed amid continued opposition sloganeering at 2pm and once again saw multiple adjournments, being unable to carry out much business on the day's list. Moreover, both the houses have failed to transact any significant business since the session began on July 18 with opposition demanding a discussion on GST and price rise. According to parliament officials, only 27% of business was done during the first week of the ongoing session in the Rajya Sabha and just 16% in the Lok Sabha due to continuous disruptions. Now I have my colleague Saptaparnu Ghosh here with us to elaborate on how Monday's proceedings panned out in the Lok Sabha. Right. Thanks, Diksha. Four Congress MPs, including Manikam Tagore, TN Pratapan, Jyoti Mani and Ramya Haridas were suspended for the remainder of the monsoon session for obstructing proceedings of the House on Monday. Leader of the Congress in the Lok Sabha, Adhiranjan Choudhury, said the suspensions were an attempt to muzzle the opposition's voice. Proceedings had begun late at 2pm on Monday owing to the swearing-in ceremony of the President-elect Draupadi Murmu. The House had to be adjourned within 20 minutes as members from the opposition benches continued to raise slogans against the imposition of GST on certain items and the recent price hikes. Speaker Om Birla, before adjourning, had said that he would allow for a discussion on the two issues after 3pm, only if the opposition refrained from the show of placards and sloganeering. However, the opposition continued the protests even after the House reconvened. That is when Minister for Parliamentary Affairs, Pralhad Joshi, moved a motion to suspend the four members under Rule 374 Subclause 2, which was subsequently passed. To help us understand on what to draw from the suspension of the four MPs, I have been joined here by our Associate and Political Editor, Nistul Lahebar. 
The suspension of four Congress MPs, Lok Sabha MPs, this afternoon basically has made the relationship between the government and the opposition benches that much worse than it was. It was anyway pretty bad, uh, considering that twelve MPs in the Rajya Sabha had been suspended last year during the entire winter session for actions that they had done during the monsoon session. That was also something that the government couldn't talk down. And uh, basically, the opposition had been wanting a debate on uh, price rise and the levying of GST on essential items. The government had said that they were willing to discuss it, but that the finance minister was ill with COVID and they wanted to wait till she was uh, she had recovered uh, for the same. And therefore, that is where we are at. Thanks, Nistullah. Now, moving on to some of the more important replies that were tabled in the Lok Sabha on Monday. Net direct tax collections have increased 41.3% on a year-to-date basis in the current financial year, whereas net indirect tax collections increased 9.4% during the same period. Minister of State for Finance Pankaj Chaudhary attributed the increase to varied factors including the rapid economic recovery witnessed post-COVID and better compliance owing to government interventions. During the period, Net direct tax collections stood at approximately 3.54 lakh crore rupees, whereas indirect tax collections stood at approximately 3.44 lakh crore rupees. Minister of Labour and Employment Bhupendra Yadav informed that since October 2020, approximately 1 crore 87 lakh members had enrolled with the Employees' Provident Fund Organization or the EPFO. Additionally, a total of 19.57 lakh establishments were registered with the organization. On being asked if the government proposed to transfer the unclaimed funds to Senior Citizens Welfare Fund, Mr. Yadav stated that there was no unclaimed amount in the Employees' Provident Fund. As per the Finance Ministry, in the last 10 years, the Enforcement Directorate or the ED took around 24,893 cases for investigation and recorded around 3,985 cases under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act 2002 or the PMLA. As per the government figures, the financial year ending 2021, when compared to it the preceding year, witnessed an approximately 90% increase in cases taken up for investigation and 20% increase in cases taken up under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. That's all I have from the Lok Sabha today. Back to you, Deeksha. Thanks, Aptaparnu. Compared to the Lok Sabha, at least initially, the Rajya Sabha began proceedings in an orderly manner, but soon saw opposition protests leading to four adjournments. After papers and written replies were laid on the table, several MPs brought notices for suspension of business under Rule 267 to discuss GST and inflation, but Deputy Chairman Hariwansh Narayan in the chair disallowed the notices. Congress MP Dr. Fauzia Khan's call to attention to the rising cases of post-COVID complications was permitted, but she began her speech by talking about the pain caused to the country by the rising prices. This is when opposition sloganeering erupted and members began gathering in the well of the house, leading to an adjournment till 3pm. Proceedings recommenced, but the house remained in disarray, with the opposition chanting slogans such as GST pe charcha ho, halla bol and so on, leading to one more adjournment. 
after the proceedings began again, a hundred-minute-long discussion on the weapons of mass destruction and their delivery systems, prohibition of unlawful activities, Amendment Bill 2022, was taken up even as loud sloganeering continued. The bill seeks to amend the 2005 Weapons of Mass Destruction Act, widening its scope to prohibit the financing of WMDs and their delivery systems. A majority of BJP MPs took part in the discussion on the bill as the opposition members were engaged in sloganeering. The Biju Janta Dal's Sasmit Patra in the chair requested protesting opposition members to get back to their seats while declining the opposition's requests to raise points of order, saying that it could not be allowed until the House was in order. A point of order is a query raised by a member during a discussion on a bill. According to Rajya Sabha officials quoted by PTI, a record 14 points of order were raised during the debate on the bill. Monday's points of order were largely related to complaints of personal comments made against opposition members and about bringing the House in order. The House was eventually adjourned around 6pm amid protests. Meanwhile, in a written reply to a question on those recruited under the Armed Forces Recruitment Scheme Agnipath for a period of four years, the Ministry of Civil Aviation told the House that it was sensitising all stakeholders in the civil aviation sector to give preference to Agnivirs in employment. The Ministry said that after four years of military service, Agnivirs, especially the ones involved in aircraft maintenance, flight safety, air cargo, supply chain, administrative functions, IT and drones, among others, will have valuable experience relevant to the aviation industry. That is it from what happened in the Rajya Sabha on Monday. Now coming to the fact of the day. Nearly 28 crore. That is the number of workers in the unorganized sector who registered themselves on the eShram portal or the national database of the informal workforce so far since it was launched in August last year. After the tragic exodus of lakhs of migrant workers before the first nationwide lockdown induced by the pandemic, several calls were made for the compilation of national data on unorganized sector workers. That's it from Parliament Watch today. Do tune in tomorrow for a wrap of Tuesday's proceedings. And if you want to get more such analysis and real-time updates on the monsoon session, head to our website www.thehindu.com or download our app. Subscribe to The Hindu Online to get unlimited access to all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explanations of the upcoming bills and expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors. Thanks for listening.